Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 40, take two, the show where we answer all of life's geeky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. And as always, I am your co-host, Miss Mimi. Welcome back, Miss Mimi. I had to pause. I had to pause for dramatic effect. For, <laughs> for dramatic or traumatic effect? Hey, no, just dramatic effect. Okay, okay. So this is the second take of episode 40. And also there's not an episode last week because I've had so much on my plate and I had a metric freak out. Why? Because the first episode 40 got corrupted to hell and back. Yay! So, oh, okay. so we're doing episode 40 again. And this is the first time we have ever missed an episode that wasn't made up. And you know what? 40 episodes is a really good streak. I'm very happy about that. I'm not phased by it. So it happened. I like talked to my friends. I vented about it. I, I like cried when I found the corrupted file and daddy was just like, why don't you just like not and then do it again next week? And I was like, but my, but my listeners. And he was just like, just do it. I was like, okay. And I felt a lot better. And here we are. <laughs> And it's so good to be back. How That's have, good. How for have a second, you been? You know, for a second there, when you said we missed a, a, an episode last week, and I'm like, shit, did we not record? And then... <laughs> I'm not smart. <laughs> Mimi, no. <laughs> Mimi, you are smart. Uh, Don't even at me. I'm like, I'm all right. Um, I'm all right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll go with that. I'm all right. It's been, it's, I hate my job. <laughs> oh no. It's so funny. My job just brings me so much misery, but also so much just like ironic joy because like, <laughs> I, I got, I got my quote unquote training the other uh the other day and mm-hmm. they gave me a thing to work on and you know what i have to work on what i'm not allowed to help people as much oh no are you serious <laughs> the, i know you know the answers i know you can solve the problem but you're not in that department anymore you got to stop helping people okay and i'm like <laughs> fucking what that goes I against just- everything they, my, my trainer is just like, I understand this is like nails on a chalkboard for you, but you got to stop. And I'm like, but I fix all their problems. Literally, <laughs> I think I've had one call I wasn't able to fix. I just know all the things. Why are you training me anyway if I know all the things that you don't know? So <laughs> I'm just, I'm so. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's it's literally like the job brings me so much misery, but at the same time, it's like you help too much. Stop it. And then I get a message from one of my managers being like, 
So you're doing really, really well this month on this stat in particular. And I want you to like give us tips that I can share with the other people. And I'm like, I'm doing well, question mark. My stat's like 25%. I used to have my stat at like 50. How bad is everybody else doing? Like, what the hell? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so confused all the time now. And I'm not allowed to help people. And then it has me second guessing myself because like I do my job. I do the thing and then I'm like doing the job and I'm helping them and I'm fixing their problems. And then my brain is like, wait, am I helping too much? Oh no. And I just can't stop. Oh no. It's the worst. I hate it. <laughs> it's awful. You've also been playing breath of the waifu. I love that game. Breath of the waifu. Is it With on switch or is it just like a Ashi. PC console situation? It, it will eventually, uh, come to Switch at some point. I believe that was uh, said that it was in the works. Um, hilarious. Currently, it exists on mobile. Um, it exists on mobile, PC, and PS4. It's fantastic. It's so good. And it's free. It's freaking free. You know what I played today that wasn't Camp Buddy? Don't say World of Warcraft. Club Penguin. That's almost as bad as World of Warcraft. It is absolutely not. <laughs> it was it's... actually really fun. I was I was recording B-roll for a video project I'm working on. And I was just like, I'm just going to like fire up Club Penguin. And obviously the official servers. Oh, first yawn. Excuse me. The official servers are long dead. Fuck you, Disney. But uh, someone put up a private server. So I was playing that and it was like really fun. And I was just like, this is great. And now I have like an hour's worth of B-roll footage of Club Penguin sitting on my hard drive. So that's how my day went. It's funny because <laughs> I remember Club Penguin being on that website mini clip. Yeah. yeah and yeah, like. Yeah. There was another game on Miniclip that was like super fun, but I can't, I tried to find it a few years ago, but I couldn't remember the name for the life. of It's like a strategy game um, that was kind of played on a chessboard, but it like wasn't chess. Mm -hmm. And I just, I, it was cool because you had moving figures that killed each other, but it was like a strategy board game. And I just can't remember. I used to be really good at it too. Miniclip was sus as hell because when you would log into Club Penguin or RuneScape through Miniclip, it would log your password, and then people would hack your account and steal all your gold, which is exactly what happened to me as a kid, and I had a fucking metric freakout about it. So this is a, a sexy advice show. <laughs> you and I are the exact opposite, because I was that asshole on RuneScape when I was a kid that, like, set you up with a trade for, like... A a million gold and then while you were inputting your stuff i'd sneaky change the decimal point and you just wouldn't notice so then you'd get 10 gold and then i vanished oh my god you're such a jerk <laughs> i felt how do you think once. i stayed so rich <laughs> by scamming people which is now a bannable offense if i remember correctly why do you think you guys stopped playing <laughs> because you got banned for scamming <laughs> No, it, beca it became a bannable. I never got caught. Oh, for damn. the record. Nice. 
I was just I was good. I scammed Ashy apparently. I ran uh, for a very short amount of time a bot ring, and my main account at the time got banned, and I cried about it because I had spent so much time on that account. And then Jagex was just like, "This account and all five of your other ones, fuck you and fuck them in particular, <laughs> banned." And I was just like, you know what? This is good. So I started a new account in True Blue. I got a bunch of 99s legit without without bots or macros or anything. I was very proud of myself. So I stopped is, playing long before that. So this is a sexy advice show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. Welcome to the MMO Gamer Report podcast. I'm your host, porn star Jasmine Starshine. <laughs> um, this may be we have a Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have to say about that? Uh, I, what I have to say about that is that in the $1 vanilla tier, which gets you a name shout out, we have Damien, Melbent, Phil258, and Raystar. And the $5 Kingster tier. Hey, $5 Kingster tier. Uh, that gets you monthly uh, nude pics uh, delivered via Discord and a username shout out. That's AB Michael, Annie, Brya, Casa, Jamie, Juicebox, Maxi, and Skywalker. In the $10 fetishist tier, which gets you all of the below, an extended shout out, and some video porn that I make. Once a month, we have Ishi, Scotia, and Sarah, who write shout out for Alice. Cuddles and kisses are in your near future. Best mommy in the world. That's wholesome. And in the $15 sinner tier, uh, which gets you all the below, and you also get input on what uh, makes it into the monthly porn. We have Daddy Gray who writes, don't ban the boob. Imp Wrath Kaneko who writes, shout out to Cookout Milkshakes for helping me pack my pampers to the fullest. That's funny. And Joe. And that's the Patreon. This Mimi, what is the first question? I got a comment on the shout out though. Sure. Don't ban the boob. <laughs> yes. Did I hear that right? Yes, I was telling you. No, you gotta whip out the nips. Whip out the nips. Daddy says don't ban the boob. And we say whip out the nips. We're all on the same page here. Yeah, you gotta whip out the boob, remember? That was like the first episode. Whip out the boob. (laughs) One of the first episodes that you were on, yeah? I was telling him about how people get banned from Twitch for... For, for boobs, for, for having human anatomy. And he's like, that's stupid. Don't ban the boob. That's my shout out. And I was like, all right, that's your shout out. So. Yeah, and Tumblr with my female presenting nips. Oh, God, fucking Tumblr. I have so many problems <laughs> with that statement. I have so many. What is the first question? It's from Jamie, who's playing Among Us. And I don't know, they might be. Last week they were in chat, but not this week. Or are they? Uh, They are doing other things right now. Oh, well, uh, uh, I don't know. Jazzy killed me. That's why she's us. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Uh, Next question. (laughs) Also from Doug Dimadome. Dima, don't stop believing. Pronouns she here. Dear Maple Mom and Wap Pupper. (laughs) That's a double P. Wap Pupper. Upper. I'm really uh, happy what are, my pop filter. Lord. What are your number one tips for cr- B 
being queer creatives on the internet. Bonus points for talking about the Patreon and scheduling side of things. Uh, Having a serious case of deja vu. Yes. (laughs) Having a serious (laughs) case of deja vu because we are answering the questions that we answered last week. Uh, because they're all really good questions, but got corrupted, sad face. Uh, number one tip for being a queer creative on the internet is use a solid recording platform, unlike me. <laughs> Rip. Uh, but my real response is uh, not is being authentically you and being it, like feeling free to be authentically you because that is what draws people to you as a creator, you as a brand, you as an everything is like authenticity. And that has been true in every single one of my creative ventures throughout my career is just being authentic goes so far. And the problem with being authentic is that it threatens people. And um, there's so many chuds on the internet that will take any opportunity to be like, oh my God, a queer person is out on the internet, not on my internet, to 4chan away and then they just like chud at you but as long as you remember that for every one chud there's a thousand real fans you'll be golden and honestly when people are like like the degenerate gamer trump voter chuds and they're like targeting you that's a sign that you've made it and i think that's going to be like my advice for any queer creative is that when you start getting hate that's how you know you've made it. So like take it in stride. But in, and obviously if they get too much, just ban their asses and then they then they can't say anything because deplatforming works. Talking stick. Um be you, be safe, and have fun. Be you, we you. Because you can't really like the best person you can be is yourself. Be safe because it's a fucked up world. It really and I don't is. want, I just, I want you to be careful and I'm not saying, you know, it's not, you know, just, just be aware of the information you put out there. So, um, just be careful and have fun because you know what it's like performing music people only come people only come for the music like that's 50 percent of the reason why they go to see music the other 50 percent is is straight up to see you perform and have fun Absolutely. I had to think about the analogy for a second because I'm working on reptile brain right now, but that is absolutely correct. Uh, When I was in the band, people would show up to hear the music, but primarily they would show up to see us perform. And that is such like an important part of being a creator. And that's also why I don't hide myself behind a patreon paywall because there are some creators that are like if you want to message me you have to pay money if you want to watch me live stream you have to pay money it's just like no i i just want to make myself available for everyone and it's served me well so yeah 
that's what I got to say. Shall we do the next All one? right. The next question is from Sarah. Totally 100% big girl. Sus. Pronouns. She, her. Dear Jazz Band and Miss Mimi Mighty Mom of Maple. That's a mouthful. That's a good one. <laughs> Have... Have you tried or fed others baby food? What flavor would you say would be best to avoid and what would you recommend trying? Ew. Ew. Gross. Fucking gross. I'm a sadist asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, do we remember the episode, the usual bet where they tried baby food and it was just like nasty? They're not doing it right. Oh, this is inter-podcast drama. Let's just say they're not doing it right. Yeah? Yeah. What? It, what's the right Sucks way? Sucks for then? them. That's, that's Miss Mimi trade secrets. Ooh. Is that a little secret you're putting away in the mommy bag? <laughs> you can't get me to tell you what's in the mommy bag. <laughs> I've been trying for almost a year. <laughs> Even like days. nobody has ever got me to tell them what's in it. And if you ever get to see something come out of the mommy bag, it's not there next time. Cause I just rotate things. Holy heck. It's That's the ever evolving Mary Poppins mommy bag. This is such a mystery. One of these days I'll figure it out. But, no, you won't. That's the whole point. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> so baby food is nasty. Uh, and uh, I know this. I, mean, I know this because I remember I have some of my earliest human memories are that of of tasting pea and carrot flavored baby food. And I remember it being fucking disgusting. Mm, jar. Ugh. God. So, um, I'd say if you're really set on trying it, go for things like fruit flavors. You can't really go wrong with fruits. Um, they tend to be the better ones, typically. Vegetables. That depends on how much of a sadist asshole you are like me. Um, ones to avoid, like, really, really gross ones. Anything meat-flavored. Peas and carrots. Those kinds of things, not so nice. But if you're a sadist asshole like me and want to make them squirm, it's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> God, I, I, uh, if you I want, had to go uh, quiet because I was actually dry heaving. I'm not being funny. That's not a bit. I was being legit. If you want to have a pleasant, a more pleasant first experience, get fruit flavored ones. And I recommend things like strawberries um any kind of berry flavor banana grape that kind of stuff stay the fuck away from prunes unless you're ready for the aftermath (laughs) unless you're ready for the afterlife um but yeah i mean just have fun with it just go with it and pray you don't get me on a sadistic day soup in the chat just said it posted the the gif of like the the fire and then the caption is Mimi just wants to watch the world burn with beef baby foods. And that sounds fucking nasty. Oh, I've got so many worse baby foods than that. 
beef should not be in any texture or shape other than beef. That's just so wild. <laughs> okay, so what's the next question, please, as fast as possible? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. no. The next question is from Ms. Wemon. Ms. Wemon. I'm going to have a hard time reading this like I always do. Dear friend, Jazzy, and Miwady Mimi. Aww. Oh, my gosh. What's a sex swing? <laughs> it came up in something I was listening to, and I am a lazy sheep. If you don't know, make something up. It's a swing. You put somebody in it, and you fuck them. <laughs> Please go on. That's it. Commonly referred to, you can mix it up and make a tire swing, and then you just like stick them in the tire. Then you've oh got to like a, a like a really durable sex swing. You just fuck them like crazy. Oh my god! Extra fucking... points if you use an extra an extra big strap on. I'm fucking crying. <laughs> <laughs> a strap on so large, the tire itself is just a cock ring. Yep. Oh my that God. might be dangerous. Don't do that at home, kids. Unless you're trained. <laughs> no, no, actually, don't do that. Oh, my God. I didn't think we'd be able to hit the same comedic delivery that we did in the first recording. You did it twice as good. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So that's a OK. So the actual answer is a sex swing is... It's What's like wrong a, with my it's No, I was trying to give like a legit. It's literally a swing that braces to the ceiling or like a crossbar situation, and it comes down with chains. And then there's like a harness strap situation. You put the or sub in there, and you or seat, and then you fuck them. That's literally a sex swing. It's a swing. It's you a swing. That you have somebody in it, and you fuck them. Yeah. I can't argue with that. <laughs> God. <laughs> Miss Mimi. <laughs> Dear Jazzy is supported by Camp Buddy, the wonderful gay erotic visual novel from Violet's Games, <laughs> featuring over 300 unique illustrations. Shut up, I'm doing my bit. The full voice acting, an original soundtrack, uh, animated cutscenes, anything you could want from a steamy gay visual novel, it's there in Camp Buddy. And listeners of the podcast, you can support <laughs> us and get a little money off using the code Dear Jazzy at checkout by going to at oddswithgod.com slash Camp Buddy. That's where you'll find the info, the demo, and the game itself. So please check that out. <laughs> please use those links to support the show. And Miss Mimi, what's the next question? Is there a tire swing in Camp Buddy? <laughs> what about a sex swing <laughs> I haven't gotten that far yet <laughs> you said if I wanted it I could have it <laughs> I'll write any email to the dev and be like listen listen <laughs> tire swing hear me out <laughs> <laughs> please next question <laughs> I can't <laughs> this is from Maxi pronouncing him. Yeah. 
Uh, Dear Jazz Pants and Maple Matriarch Mimi, though through my never-ending little space window shopping, I found a lot of shops selling things in the whole range of the kink spectrum. Yet I haven't found everything. If you could make an online shop that cornered the market on a specialty kinky thing, what would you make and sell? For example, I would create the IKEA of kink furniture, ordering... Imagine ordering an adult high chair like you'd order a Skagenmachen and table. <laughs> You're uh, welcome, Maxie. Uh, I would definitely make uh, sex swings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but real answer. Uh, can you take this one first? Real talk. I love my answer from last week, so I'm going to reuse a good chunk of it. Yeah. I would make a store specifically that features all the shit that's just really hard to get. Yes. ABDL furniture, um, fucking uh, AMAP, or not AMAP, AFAB, chastity belts, like really nice, like varnished paddles, really, really nice, like homemade nylon whips, like really good shit. And I would call this duration because you can find everything there. I like it. I, did you get my joke, bro? I did. I did. I would, there you go. I would make something like an Etsy situation, but exclusively for kinky stuff. So individual creators can have like a <laughs> shop full of their wares. Because there's a lot of... Why are you laughing? Did you see the thing that was posted in live chat? There's so many tires in the <laughs> chat. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> what is happening to my poor podcaster? <laughs> Those of you who don't tune into the live show are truly missing out on half of the Dear Jazzy experience. I swear. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. I want to set up an Etsy situation called Fetsy. And you can make an account on there and set up a little shop. And it's for all the individual indie creators in the community for people. Because there's a lot of people who make like stuff like cribs and other furniture. Like the crosses and beds and all that sort of good shit. But also if someone has like an entire... Uh, line of floggers that they want to do a shop for. Fetsy has got you. And that's my idea. Also, I never thought I would possibly ban a gif of the Michelin tire man fingering a tire, but here I am <laughs> on the precipice of destruction. I'm on the warpath, truly. What's the next question? Oh, God damn, I need to close Discord. I'm getting distracted from the fucking show. What's the next question, please? <laughs> this is from Sluggy. Uh, dear Jesse and Miss Me, what fun little activities would you recommend for spooky season? What are some fun spooky decorations you recommend to put in your little space as well? Um, Pronounce she, her pronouns she her well sucky she her um one of my favorite holiday themed little activities 
is um, it's not anywhere near close to the appropriate time. But at Capcom, they always do a trick-or-treating event, and that's always a lot of fun. And then some furry conventions have also done trick-or-treating, and that is adorable. Like, you go around to the different hotel rooms, and they have, like, a marker or something that shows that they're giving out candy, and it's such a cute thing to do. Um, So that's really fun. I think that making little... uh, paper ghosts on like the little string to hang up around the house is super cute. Uh, making costumes and taking pictures and sharing on the internet because, um, because a funky mode Rona going on right now, we can't really go out and do that. So we can still like do like zoom costume parties and everything. And that's really fucking cute. Uh, and there, I don't think there's few things as little as eating just a shitload of candy. You know what I mean? But what do you think? Make a Batmobile. Make a Batmobile. The car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you didn't get this last week either. Oh! <laughs> the thing that goes in the crib and circles around the... The mobile. Yeah, you make a mobile and then you make little little paper bats and make a batmobile. Which is super fucking cute. <laughs> oh my god. Right? You can make bats and ghosts and pumpkins and little witches and just make like a batmobile. It's just a and then like carve a pumpkin. And yes, make pumpkin, pumpkin seeds. And then you can and open then, up the pumpkin uh, and then scoop out all the goop that's inside of it. With your fingers. With your hands. You can take out all the goop. <laughs> uh, watch, and watch Ghostbusters. And watch Ghostbusters and Hocus Pocus. God, I love so much. Oh no, the song's so stuck much. in my head. Oh my god. Okay. So, okay. if you want, yeah, 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 yeah. Those are good little activities. Make the Batmobile. Do it. Do I it. will give brownie points and a, a surprise to anybody who legit makes a Batmobile and shares a photo in chat. A surprise? Yep. Can you tell me what the surprise is after the show? No. Mm. Okay, that's fair. What's the next question? It's from Skywalker. The pronouns he him. Dear Jasmatic and Miss Maple Means, what do you recommend for dealing with a stressful job and or environment, and how do you keep it from annihilating your little side? <laughs> uh, why are you laughing? I'm not laughing. I hate my job. Oh, no. Oh no! <laughs> well, Mimi, have I got a have I got an idea for you and for Skywalker uh. here? So, in stressful situations, something that uh, that I did back when I worked at my desk job was I kept a work blankie at my desk, and it was just like a throw blanket that that just totally inconspicuous. I would just keep in my cubicle and pretty much everyone had 
their own like work blanket for when it would get cold because our HVAC system was just volatile as heck. So everyone would have one and then be like wrapped up in it when we didn't have like clients to talk to. So that's what I would do. And it was like really nice. And daddy gave me one to keep at my desk and then a matching like desk stuffy. That was really nice. So that kept me all cozy when I was doing like data entry and like when I didn't have to interface with other human beings, I would just like bundle off, turn off my light and just like tippity tap type away. And it was really nice. And then when I no longer worked in a cubicle situation, what I would do is keep, I have a little, a little square of like that blanky silk that you, that I picked up from Joanne fabrics. Then you use it to, and you, so you do the edging on blankies with it. But I, when I'm going somewhere that I know will be stressful, I like keeping it either in like my purse, my backpack, or just in my pocket. So I can just like, while I'm walking, just reach in, stem on it, and then just feel all right again. And that's what I do. I should say I don't actually like hate, hate my job. Um, I'm really good at my job. You are. I just, I just, you know, it's a job. It's boring. And that's not boring. I get something new every day. I just, anyway, I don't you hate get my a job. new Karen I'm, every day. I'm just being dramatic because that's what I do. But the best advice I can give you is separate work and not work. If you can, if, if at all possible, like I know some jobs require you to be like on call from time to time, which sucks. But if you can, if you're not on the clock, work has no bearing on your life. You're not on the clock, period. If you can make that work-life separation, it doesn't matter how stressful that work-life gets. You're going to always be able to find a way to recoup it when you're not there. Work doesn't control your life as long as you, as long as you don't let it. Absolutely. There's a cat between my legs. There's a kitty. Are we going to hear a kitty nya? I don't know. We have to try for it. Um, do you want the next question? Yes, let's do the next question while we wait for a nya. Dear Jazzy and Mimi, this is from your most humble fan, Fafafofani. Aw. Pronouns she, her. COVID has a lot of people feeling the stress of not being productive enough, me included. I feel a good deal of anxiety about, quote, wasting time, doing fun, fluffy activities when I could be doing something productive instead, like drawing or cleaning. Do you have any thoughts? <sighs> Part of the reason why I'm so upset that the episode got corrupted. God damn it, you're going to make me yawn now. But More tips on this dilemma. <laughs> um, the reason why I loved last episode's first recording so much is because I felt my answer was really good the first time around. But I'm going to try to capture the essence at least. Um, as long as you are having fun, as long as you're enjoying yourself in the time whatever you're doing to spend the time, as long as in the moment you are enjoying yourself, it is not wasted time because 
like uh, unless you're actually like actively procrastinating like an hour before like a big work project is due you are not you're you're not wasting time because there's you know the concept of self-care and that looks different for every for literally everyone it could be taking an hour bath it could be taking a nap it could be playing breath of the waifu or your other favorite game it could be reading a book it could be I was about to say browsing social media, but that's actually not self-care because social media is toxic as hell. But um, as long as whatever you're doing in a particular moment is bring, as long as it's sparking joy, it's not wasted time because in capitalism, there's just this like this huge toxic emphasis on like, go, 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 grind, 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 grind. If you're not moving, you're like, a, you have to be like a shark. If you're not moving, you're dying. And it's just like, it's such like a toxic mentality. And it's just like, I hate it so much. And it's just like, oh, here's your dear Jazzy bingo sheet. Dear, Jazzy talks about capitalism. Bing, check that off the bingo card. And it's just like, oh no, this, that mentality, I just hate so so much and it, it's good that you're like questioning that in like in everything which is which which is very good um it's like the antithesis of it is finding space and giving yourself space to enjoy the world around you and that's like kryptonite to all these like gross disgusting predatory in instagram influencers they're like you know the ones are they're, they're like in their 20s are usually fuck boys like the fade quaff haircut they have something like their college graduating year entrepreneur and they're always the ones that are getting caught messaging underage girls on instagram and it's always you know gotta grind gotta grind till you drop it's just like i i fucking hate that mentality so much talking stick let me lay some logic on you when it's time to learn something new, are you wasting time? Yet. No, you're investing in yourself. Yeah. When you take when you take time <clears throat> to get better when you're sick, are you wasting time? Yet. Or are you in or are you investing in yourself? Investing. When you take time to better your environment better your living situation or better literally anything you do whether that be quote-unquote productive work your cleaning or just anything that makes you feel better are you investing in yourself or are you wasting time investing when you do fun fluffy activities you are also investing in yourself. You're investing time. You're investing lots of good chemicals in your brain. You're investing enjoyment. And as long as you know how to balance that with the rest of your life, it's never a waste. It's always investing in yourself. Because the thing is, even if you're doing fun fluffy activities that maybe some would consider wasting time. Think about it, right? 
you could be teaching yourself something. You could be learning something new about yourself that you didn't know. Or you could be refining something that you didn't know. Refining your enjoyment in little space, for example, and figuring out how to have fun as, you know, in little space, say, by yourself, takes practice. Yeah. You know, it doesn't just happen for everybody. You're investing time and energy into yourself. And by doing that, the product that you are giving yourself is enjoyment, recharge, energy. Those things you can turn into other productivity things that you want to do. There's nothing wrong ever with investing in yourself. Very well put. That's all I got. I like it. I don't think it was eloquent as last week, but I got this. You got this. Okay. (sighs) Oh, God, you got me too. What is the next question? We have another question from Princess Sarah of the Cuddlebug Crew. Dear Jazzicles and Mad Madam Mimi, I know the Disney reference, but do you, Jazzy? I have told you before. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) It's a song from Sword in the Stone called Mad Madam Mim. I knew that it wasn't going to get it, and I was correct. (laughs) Yeah, Sword in the Stone is not one of those, like, super in-your-face, right, and, like... It's not one of those Disney movies that, you know, immediately name the top 10 Disney movies. Sword in the Stone is not one of those Disney movies. That was my cat. Oh, my God. That was so loud. What are they screaming about? Poor baby. She wants my attention. Oh, give her attention. Um, The question is. Oh, shit. Mimi. Apparently I'm sleeping today. My goodness. After COVID and it's safe to travel again, I have a little coming to visit me. We're staying in a hotel and we're going to be going to the zoo and the aquarium. What are some good activities to do with the little one in the comfort of a hotel room? I think that hotel rooms are predisposed to being amazing for building blanket forts. That's what uh, that's what we did at the first uh, MFF that me, uh, me, Ruka, Tonki and Nif met each other at is we did blanket forts and it was a lot of fun. Uh, oftentimes, those uh, hotels will also have a cable hookup uh, so you can actually watch like TV TV. I know that none of us have watched TV in like TV TV in forever because you know, Netflix and Hulu and YouTube are things that exist now. So I can't remember the last time I've actually lived in a place that had cable TV. So you can turn on a kid's channel. You can turn on Disney channel and just like let it play and just have that be background sound. You can do bath times after you scrub the tub, obviously, but you could do bathtub, uh, like fun times. I think you meet me last week. You said you have to request a room with a bathtub these days. Yep. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, no, those are just some ideas. That's how we pass time. Uh, that's how I've passed time in other little rooms at conventions before. So there you go. Um, order room service. Yeah. And like, just make them feel out. real little about it. Yeah. Order, order room service, cut it up for them, feed it to them like, real little about it oh my god cute um you can order bedtime routines bath time you can order them a rollaway bed you can order them the crib bed Mm, that may or may not work based on sizings and stuff oh true um i saw a photo once of a hotel who somebody called in advance and actually asked the hotel people to make them a pillow fort. And they straight up turned one of the beds into a pillow fort. Oh my god, yes. I hope they got amazing service for that. <laughs> oh my god, Let's see if I can find that photo. It hurts so fast. <sighs> Every podcast that is pretty sh- with the presence of Celeste is bound to do good on the algorithm. Yeah, she's a good cat. She's really, really good. Just like my grammar choice right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's see if I can find that picture. Where the hell? But yeah, like, you can do... Just honestly kick back, have fun with it. Like, it's going to be okay. Yeah, just relax. So yeah, uh, while you're looking for the picture, what is the next question? I found it. Oh, ooh. Spill that tea. Is it going in the it's best thing ever? The live chat channel? Yep. Awesome. Once again, if you want to join the live podcast, reach out to me or Mimi and uh, we will add you to the Discord group. Oh my god, that's so cute. Best shit ever, right? Okay, so they left a note. Welcome to your official Hampton Inn Pillow Fort. And the rules are, always be loyal to Fort Hampton. Defend the fort at all costs. It is your home. Remove shoes before entering the fort. No passing gas in the fort. (laughs) Follow fort rules at all times, or thou shalt be banished to the fortless wasteland for all eternity. Damn, that is effort. Isn't, that's like top-notch quality service. Like, that's awesome. That's amazing customer service. I can't read the next question. There's a cat in the way. Oh. <laughs> Come here. Kitty. Come here. Get down. That's right. Good girl. Aw. All right. The last question we have is from Cloud Puddles. Dearest Jazzykins and Mimi Mimsies, I hope this raven finds you well. What are your thoughts on potty training charts or alternative goal posting reward systems that keep the smalls in track with their needs and goals? I've seen many ways done, but this bratty ba wants to hear it from y'all. Thank you much, Lee, from the cloud of puddle pronouns she, her. I think... Uh, personally, every time I've done 
a chart, like a sticker chart for anything, it has only had good results. <laughs> and it's always gotten me to like do the thing. Um, for my collar training, we made a sticker chart actually. And we made a bunch of categories with levels of, uh, difficulty and success and everything. And once I filled up the sticker chart, I earned my collar. We did, we do the same thing for, uh, chores around the house. And you know what? The chores get done. (laughs) It just works. Um, if you do it for potty training or unpotty training, I can guarantee you'll probably see results. So I say go for it. I am a big fan of sticker charts, but I prefer magnet charts. Ooh, reusable. Because then you can do reusable. You can get all kinds of different little magnets. You just put your stickers on little pieces of card and then you glue the magnet to the back. Very nice. Um, and you can do it one, like both ways, right? So you have things that earn you stickers. Great. And then if you mess up, you may lose a sticker. In the flip side, you if you're trying to do something, say, higher protocol or higher difficulty, you start with a certain number of stickers. But if you mess up, you lose them progressively. Mm-hmm. But you also get the opportunity to win them back. Okay. And if you want to do, and then if you want to do one where specifically you're working on like diaper training, you're little. I'm a big fan of the Smarty method. And that makes me happy. What is this? I stole this method? from my mom. So, for anybody who doesn't know, Canadian Smarties are about 5 billion times better than American Smarties because American Smarties are like chalk and aspartame. In Canada, yeah. we call the we call those rockets. Um, our Smarties are more akin to M and M's, but personally, I think the chocolate's better and the candy is crunchier. Whoa, whoa, whoa. your Smarties have chocolate in them. Uh, yes. Holy shit! That's amazing. They're basically like M and M's, but better. Yum. And they're like twice as good. If you refrigerate them and make them extra cold, it's like, oh, yeah. I do that with my parts. So the Smarty method, the Smarty method is my mom uses it for kids when she's trying to potty train them. Mm. So for kids, it's easy because, you know, they go once or twice a day, maybe three times, depending on like the scheduling here. And we're looking at, you know, one Smarty for number one and two Smarties for number two. Sure. So flip it on your little, you know. You know, uh, every time they come and tell you and when you go and do a change, one Smarty for one, two Smarties for two. And then you make it even better. Make them feel really little because then you make them count with you. You can make yes. them tell you the colors. Yes. So I like the Smarty method. I very much enjoy the Smarty method. And then what you do is you make them sit on the floor in the smash the like this in, in like a good special spot mm-hmm. where they can sit down and be little and eat their Smarties. That is so precious. I love that. 
And also just like, right? what color is this? What color is this? That is literally one of my hugest weaknesses. That just like destroys me every time. I love it. My mom has good ideas from time to time. Absolutely. I like to steal the good ones from her. <laughs> <laughs> you steal the good ones and leave the bad ones. I don't agree with some of the some of the ones that she does. It's not that I don't like agree agree. It's just I don't agree with it in so far that I don't think it would work well for littles. Like it works great for kids, but I don't think it works for littles. So like I have to pick and choose the things that I can translate to kink really well. Right. So cool. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Uh. That was the last question. Did you have anything else to add to that one? Mm, no. All right. Miss Mimi, that was a good episode. I'm happy that we were able to make up last week. Yeah. And we were that's... in and out in like an hour. That's really good. But Jazzy. Yeah. What's a sex swing? <laughs> you put someone in and you fuck them <laughs> I just heard daddy groan from downstairs <laughs> Miss Mimi where can people find you you can find me on twitter at twitter.com backslash Belnacht, which is B-E-L-L-E-N-E-C-H-T. You can also find me on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com backslash Miss Mimi's Lullabies. Or in various Discord servers, including the usual bet server with Sophie and Pudding and their dear Jazzy server. And if you're really lucky, my bedtime story server. Which is a good server to be in. We haven't read a bedtime story in a while. We need to do that. Absolutely. Fonny was doing uh, stories on mm. Saturdays in our server, and that was really fun. Yeah, I know. It's my turn to read next time, apparently. Nice, nice. <laughs> uh, so you ha- Fonny is pawning. Fonny's pawning. Do you have commissions open? Yeah, I always have commissions open. Tell us about I'm that. I'm working on a few right now. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm working working on a few right now so i've got a few things going on but i write music commissions and for those of you crazy enough to want art commissions i sometimes consider doing those your art uh, they, they take me a while though so i do preface with that because like my music motivation is very easy but my art motivation kind of comes in these waves mm-hmm. so sometimes i just i can't it doesn't matter. Like I'll sit there and stare at my page and I'll put pen to pad and I just, I can't. So um, just a heads up, like I will happily do art commissions and I try to do them pretty cheap. Um, So like, if you don't mind waiting for me to piece it together, um, I'm happy to just be understanding. Yeah. And I have been Jasmine Starshine. Uh, you can find me at, at Lil Jazzy Baby on Twitter. That's like my primary social media outside of Discord. Uh, my Discord is Jasmine Starshine 0001 if you want to reach out because I nabbed that. Um, 
yeah, those are my main things. If you want to join our Discord server, reach out to either one of us. All of our links you can find on our website, which is at oddswithgod.com. That's where you can find the merch. That's where you can find the Patreon. That's where you can find Miss Mimi's Lullabies. That's where you can find our socials. That's where you can find Camp Buddy. Everything you need is on at oddswithgod.com. That being said, thank you to everyone who has purchased merch. And thank you to all the patrons. I really cannot express how much we appreciate you here at the show it your support literally does mean the world to us and it has helped the show go for 40 episodes at this point so thank you so much if you ever wondered how how best can you support us patreon and merch is how that is that directly puts money into our wallets and it means so much to us so thank you so much to everyone who's supported us um over the past year or so um i think last but not least Dear Jesse is an at oddswithgod.com production. Visit us online at at oddswithgod.com. Check out our merch. Check out the Patreon. Get you some porn of yours truly. And that is all I've got. Miss Mimi. Uh, anything? Last moment thoughts? We need a Miss Mimi's kitchen apron. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And like stickers. That you can put on like the mommy bag. That what? needs to be a sticker. Why did I not think of stickers? I'll get cracking on that. I've been Jasmine Starshine. And I have been your co-host, Miss Mimi. There you Miss are. Miss Mimi with the mommy bag that's full of secrets. Secrets. We will see you next time. Peace. Peace. That was when I discovered ABDL porn and then my dad walked in. Oh no. And wouldn't let me and wouldn't let me leave the room until I told him what I was doing. Oh no.